Welcome back to the Critical Response Performance and Innovation Podcast. So in this episode, I want to talk a little bit around a phenomenon known as the Pygmalion effect or Rosenthal effect and just kind of look at or question, is it having an impact on our current mental health and mental health outcomes? So the Pygmalion effect itself, or also known as the Rosenthal effect based on the initial researcher, is a psychological phenomenon wherein high expectations can lead to increased performance or improvements in performance and low expectations can lead to poor performance. And this isn't individual expectations. This is around the expectations from people in positions of influence or power. So managers, coaches, supervisors, teachers, anyone that's kind of involved in the development of somebody below them. So some of the early research into this effect looked at how teachers' expectations resulted in a subconscious behavior that facilitated and encouraged students to improve their performance and resulted in significant changes and student outcomes. So the research itself went into a classroom. It tested the children in there for their intelligence. Based on the results, they then picked a number of kids from the mean or their average intelligence. However, they told the teacher that those kids were high-performing or highly intellectual children or had high IQ. They told the teacher to do nothing different, don't tell the children, we just want to see how they go. They came back sometime later, retested the children, and they had moved into the top of the class as far as IQ. So based on the outcomes, they sort of surmised that the teacher's subconscious behaviours around the way they interacted with the children, provided feedback, things that they did subconsciously, impacted the children's outcome. This research has been followed on and some of the similar research that's been conducted within the military has looked this time at negative expectations. So what they found was that the effect from superior's expectation on negative performance or team culture resulted in reductions in performance and increase in disciplinary action. So if a supervisor or manager came in and believed that that team or had been given information prior that that team was, had bad culture or performed negatively their expectations resulted in actual change in their outcomes. So I'm not going to go into that in too much more detail, but there is evidence or some indications that it is a phenomenon that is actually taking place. So if the expectations from someone who holds influence or power over another individual can influence these performance outcomes positively and negatively, and some of the research shows that the actual negative influence has more power than the positive influence... Could this same effect hold true on superior expectations around stress and trauma? Because a superior's expectation on the impact of trauma on PTSD or pressure on negative mental health outcomes, could it actually be a really significant factor? We know there's research indicating that individual expectation of either negative or positive outcome is a significant factor. So your belief in stress is a factor as to the actual outcomes that you have, whether it's positive or negative. But could the superior expectations as well as the negative messaging they put out to individuals be creating a foundation for these negative outcomes? Could their expectation that traumatic exposure or negative experiences is going to create negative health implications within the people below them? Okay, Are they going to change their behavior subconsciously around the people that they believe have experienced traumatic episodes? And is that going to influence their outcomes? So I don't know if it is or it isn't, but I think it's something that's definitely worth thinking about as to your expectations and the impact that's having on other people. So 
should we really be focusing more on messaging that although trauma or stress may result in short-term emotional distress, it's not debilitating and it often provides an opportunity for growth along with believing that those we're in charge of are capable of dealing with that level of adversity so we can change the way that we behave subconsciously to help them grow. Okay, It may not improve the outcomes for anyone or everyone. It may make no difference at all. But it could definitely avoid priming them to develop negative mental health outcomes and significantly improve the outcomes for many that we're in charge of or that we have influence over us. But I definitely think it's something worth considering to make sure that we're not a negative influence on other people's recovery or their outcomes post any sort of emotional or period of emotional distress. So it may or may not be a thing, but I think it's definitely worth thinking about. And then if we become a positive influence and provide positive information, then maybe it doesn't make a big difference, but at least we know, or at least we're not adding to any negative outcomes. So it's just something to think about and consider is what are your expectations of the people around you as to their ability to deal with difficult periods or deal with emotional distress. So if you have any questions or you feel that I'm completely offline or you want to discuss this, please reach out. Always happy for other people's perspectives and to open up conversation on these things and just openly explore some of these factors that may or may not have an influence or be a factor associated with our outcomes. So hope you... So I hope that gives you something to think about and I look forward to the next episode.